Welcome to today's episode of Starting Over Wealth. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel. And today I'm going to talk to Dana Lewis, an amazing woman who has also been in a starting over journey, just like myself and just like you. In this episode, it will be a two-part episode where Dana and I literally will walk through our journeys together, the journey of starting over after divorce, the journey of starting over after the sudden passing of a spouse. Each one of us go through sudden life changes that can make us feel alone, afraid, and overwhelmed. Dana and I, through using our voice with each other, started to learn that we were not alone, that in my starting over journey after divorce and her starting over journey after the sudden passing of a spouse, once we learned to use our voice and started speaking to each other, we realized we weren't alone. Those fears that we had, they started to diminish because we started reaching out into community. And we would love to share this with you. So in today's episode, please tune in. Because in two parts, we will walk you through an amazing journey, values that we're deep in, and how we climbed out to literally be able to stand tall on our own two feet on each of our mountains as we are able to now thrive and shown that we too can start over in wealth together. And welcome to Starting Over Wealth, the podcast. We are literally here with a lady that has meant so much to me in the past year and a half. We were introduced through a mastermind that we are a part of. And then we started talking about gut health. And then this led into a whole nother conversation where we realized our journeys in starting over were so similar, but then also different. So I wanted for my first couple of episodes, we're going to have a part one of two where each of us are going to walk through our journeys as we have each started over. And we want to take you through that. So I want to introduce the amazing Dana Lewis into the room. Hey, Dana, how are you? Oh my gosh. Hi, Trisha. I am so excited to be here and just chat about all of this with you. Oh, this is going to be so fun. Because again, we have had several conversations about um, just our journeys over the years. And I love that we can share this with other women so they don't feel alone and their unique starting over journeys. But let me introduce you. When Dana tragically lost her husband and the father of her three boys to cancer in 2013, she nearly suffocated, living by the should-dos of others. Today, she shares the lessons of how thriving, active life through one-on-one coaching and corporate workshops. And so Dana, I am just honored to have you as you are able to discuss your starting over journey after the passing of your spouse And then myself being able to start my starting over journey through starting over after divorce. So each of us have these just different journeys, but the feelings, the feelings feelings are the same. Yes. Yes. The feelings we have of feeling alone, Mm -hmm. the feelings of shame, Mm -hmm. the feelings of just the overwhelm. 
especially mm-hmm. as parents, especially of parents of each of us. Um, how old were your boys when you were in the starting over? My my boys were six, eight, and ten when my husband passed. So I think if you ask it, what about those initial feelings, it's scared. Like yeah, scary. And how old? How what about you? My boys, uh, for my first, my first divorce, uh, my son was two. He had yeah. literally just turned two. And then um, my separation from my youngest son's dad, he was one. And oh. so, you know, the, the, they were so young. Um, but for me, it was, it was that being scared. Yeah. It was that scary point. And that's why I want us to walk through, just kind of walk through each of our journeys to share with other women these journeys that, yes, you may start far. In our starting over journeys. And I want these other women to know that they can do it too. Yeah. So let's start off with the first question. And we are literally, again, this will be a two-part series. I'm going to go through and just kind of introduce everyone to my starting over journey. And then in episode two, walk them through yours. And the first question that I love to ask each guest is those initial feelings that we just talked about. The initial feelings of what are two words? of like how I felt in the beginning and my main two words, again, I know, you know, you and I've talked about it. Um, that first feeling just alone, you feel just alone. And it's, um, I don't know how you felt to it. You know, did you feel like you could really talk to other people and they felt like they felt what you were feeling? No, no, there's no one to talk to about it. You feel scared mm-hmm. and alone. Yeah. And overwhelmed. I'm going to add a third one and describe it in three words. It's, it's, it's overwhelm of all that there is that you should do, could do, don't know how to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just that alone feeling. And then two, knowing you've got these little ones, you've Mm -hmm. got these little ones that you're supposed to stand strong and stoic and, and then knowing, I don't know how many times you did it, but how many times did we run to the bathroom and go cry? Mm-hmm. I mean, just out of their earshot mm-hmm. because we didn't want them to see um, the feelings of fear and alone right. and the overwhelm. You, um, you need to be strong for them. You need yes. to be strong for them. You want to, you are strong for them because your whole heart is wrapped up in them. But yes, going for me, it was the closet. I would go into my closet, lay on the floor and cry. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're just like, what do I do? What do I do now? And there is no one to talk to Mm -hmm. that maybe feels like you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I really wanted to start this Starting Over Wealth Networks. Other women, just like us, don't feel alone. They feel like there's a place I can go to that a woman just like me, whether it's that first month of the journey or 10 years down the road, it's still a journey. It's still Mm -hmm. a journey. I know you probably the same. There's still feeling times where we feel alone and scared and overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those, those feelings don't go away, but they lessen as you grow. Yes. There is ways we learn to, wow, I can do this. Mm -hmm. you know, and feel empowered, but I have the tools that if the alone feelings and the shame or the isolation or the overwhelm come up, we have better tools and we have women 
to reach out to just like each yeah. other and be like, wait a second. Okay. Dana, you know, yeah. and you know, just like with you, I know you just recently went through, you know, the anniversary of your husband's, husband's passing yeah. and be able to now be able to speak about it to help other women through it. Right. It's alone, but then it also feels like, wow, I can help other people too. Mm-hmm. And that is amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially too, like, but I feel like it's important for women to really identify at least just two feelings, whether you're in that starting over journey, just beginning or 10 years down the road, really identifying two feelings and being able to really open up about it, whether it's journaling about it, whether it's talking about it, Mm -hmm. coming up with and identifying those feelings so you have it right in front of you and you can stare it in the face and be like, okay. I'm going to talk with myself about shame. I'm going to talk with myself about being alone. I want to talk with myself. So I think identifying it is really important. That's huge. And writing and writing it down, having the courage to write it down yes. because seeing it in writing is empowering. Yes. If you can lean into those feelings, because if you don't write it down, then your mind can kind of forget about it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I found too, being able to look back, I don't remember how far I've come until I look back to what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. So that would be definitely one of those things I would suggest to each of the listeners, write down just those two feelings. So later on down the road, you can see how far you've come. Absolutely. The next question I would really love um, for most people to go through is that the journey of the lowest point, that lowest point for some of us, it's the initial um, divorce or it's the initial passing of a spouse. But it's that lowest point of the moment you're like, you're in those deep valleys and everyone talks about those, that deep, dark valley that you're in um, right after the divorce, right after the passing. But I've always felt that in that darkness and that darkness, all of a sudden you finally look up and because you're in that dark place, you're finally able to look up and see the cracks of light that are coming through. And it's that lowest point where you hit that pivotal moment of, wow, okay, wait a second. I look up and I see the light and I'm ready. It's that pivotal moment where you're ready to climb out of that valley mm-hmm. towards that light. And for me, that lowest point actually came about eight years after my first divorce. And was like, I got laid off. I got laid off from my job and it was, wait a second. How am I going to pay for the roof over my head? How am I going to, you know, make sure my boys are fed? I've always had a W-2 income. And I, what am I going to do? Is that lowest point of feeling the shame of being laid off, uh, feeling even more alone because I didn't have a significant other to lean on during that time. And and this this is over starting over wealth. Also, you're in a starting over journey, but in wealth, and wealth is not just about money. It's our mental health. It's our physical health. It's so much more. And so that pivotal moment for me, that dark, dark place was I had no one to lean on. Even eight years later, after my starting over, all of a sudden I was laid off. And I looked out and saw that light like, wait a second wait a second, I can stand on my own two feet and I've got this. And so that for me, that was that lowest point. So 
I know we'll talk about your lowest point, you know, a little bit, but it's that point where you feel like, have you ever felt like you were in that dark valley and just all of a sudden, wait a second. So that's when I can see that crack. I can see those lights above me. Yeah. I love that you, that you put the vision out there for seeing the cracks because that's so true. You see the little glimpse of light and you're like, I can do this. I can do this all on my own. I think for me, um, that darkest, lowest point was when I realized that I was living my life for other people. The mm-hmm. weight and the judgment of the should do's of yes. what everyone else was. Oh, your husband died. You should do this. Oh, your husband died. You should move. You should move yeah. home to your family. Your husband died. You should get a real job. Your husband died. You should whatever. Right. And you really have to lean into what you want. Yes. Yes. In in order to take heed of the light that you see coming in and really say, okay, I'm going to climb out of this pit and yeah. I'm going to go do it because what's right for me might not be right for you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you just don't you just don't see it until you get into that dark place. Yeah, right. cuz yeah, everybody I'm glad you brought that up. Everybody else gives you the advice. I mean, everybody else, but they don't know because they're not in your shoes. Right. And that's why I feel it's so important for other women to know that they aren't, other people are not in your shoes. You're in your shoes and you can stand on your own two feet, mm-hmm. stand up tall, stand up strong. And you alone have that strength to climb out of that valley and literally be able to stand so tall on that mountain. Heck yeah. You can do it. Yes. You can completely do it. And everybody else giving you the advice. Yes. It's, you know, thank you. Thank you. But no, I've got this. I've got this. I used to have doormat syndrome so bad when I was, when I was married. And it's amazing that God has really walked me through of, I know I wouldn't be as strong today if I wouldn't have gone through all these being right. able to sit on my own two feet and that strength because I did, I had doormat syndrome so bad. Well, you have to get frustrated with yes. the circumstance, like you with the Absolutely. doormat syndrome or people pleasing, however yes. you want to, however you want to phrase it. For me, climbing out of that valley, I got so frustrated with listening to what everyone else was mm. saying I should yes. do mm-hmm. and recognizing in my heart that none of that made me happy. But I was doing it because, oh, you thought that I should do this. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do it because that makes me a good friend, good mom, yes, good whatever. So and, good. Is and that it people doesn't. pleasing? Is that people pleasing? Yeah. Okay. Until you realize it's going to, what's going to make you happy and yeah. your children happy. That is such a breakthrough, breakthrough yeah. moment. Next, I want to really climb, you know, go through that, that climb, that piece where, you know, each of us have literally, because it's not just instant. You don't just, hey, I was in a dark valley and woo, I'm on the mountain. It's a climb. <laughs> I read this book and I changed my life. Yay! Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody makes it seem so easy, but it is a climb. And there are several times, again, at building that strength to actually climb out. And I know each of us too, there are times we slid right back down the mountain. But I would really want to talk through like two things that you know women have implemented in their life that literally transformed their outlook on wealth. And again, wealth is more about, not just about money. It's about our health, 
mental health, physical health, spiritual health. There's so much to wealth, Mm -hmm. but those two things that like that, that for me, I implemented after each, after my divorce for my, um, for my second, uh, for my first son's father. And then for my youngest son, there was two, you know, valleys I climbed out of and then things that I had to implement into my life that just transformed my outlook on wealth. And for me, it was knowing that I could transform my situation after my layoff, realizing that, wait a second, there's other ways that I can build my family. I can build my legacy. I don't just need a W-2 job and an employer. Wait, I've got knowledge. I've got things I've been through. I can start my own business. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like, wait a second. I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. I can do this on my own. I can go file for an LLC name. I can go get an EIN. Literally through knowledge and through wisdom, just getting a little bit of wisdom, just spent like 30 minutes a day, just learning something new to help me create a business. And wow, when you have that side income start coming in, like, wait a second, I don't have to just rely on one thing. Like people always tell you, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, when you start applying that really to to money and to your own life and realize as a single mother, as a woman on her own, I don't just have to have one job. So for me, implementing starting a side business and taking my knowledge and my unique things and being able to help other women help other businesses. So for me, the first thing was learning that I can start another business. I can start a side business and I can create other side pieces of income. So I don't know if that was for you, but just having that one thing, wait a second. Oh, I can, I can make several streams of income. Wow. This is really cool. And I'm doing this all by myself. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I think in climbing out and when you say you start climbing out and you slide back down, of course we slide back down, but when we start to climb the second time, we get farther faster. Yes. Yes. Because you slid down and then you get farther faster up, up the climb. Right. Um, And the same, like one is for me, it was getting educated, Mm -hmm. like educating, learning, growing, and getting help where you need help admitting that whether it's financial help or it's mental help or it's physical help, seeking someone to partner with to help you along the way. And then recognizing that God gave you all of the tools that you need in your heart Yes. If you get the help, get the education and then make it happen. And yes, for I'm very much so aligned with the, your previous thinking of everyone needs a W2. Yeah. You need a W2. <laughs> only only real people like if you're if you're real and you're successful, you have a W2. And in growing through this process, realizing that no you actually need multiple streams of revenue. Yes. And maybe one of them is a W-2, but I've also filed for an LLC and I have the EIN and knowing that you have gifts and talents and a purpose in your life that is to help other women grow past this, climb Mm -hmm. out of, climb out of that valley 
quicker, faster, without all of the pain that you've endured. Um, it's transformed the way that I look at life. It's transformed the way that I parent my children because you're not in the stress of a W2 where, oh my gosh, I have to hurry up and get to work at eight o'clock and I have to be home at five o'clock and now I need all these other things. No, you've created your own way and that has been super helpful. Oh yeah. And just for other women to know they can do that too. Mm -hmm. They can do that too because so many think, you know, and it's just like, how am I going to do childcare? How am I going to be here at a certain time? And it's just such a struggle, but to know like, you can do this too. Mm-hmm. But it, like you said, you're going to climb up, but every time you're going to climb a little higher because you're a little bit stronger and you've learned lessons and not to climb onto this rock and go to this rock. It is a journey. It is a journey. The next thing I really look at in this climb out for me, um, yeah, it was the wisdom. Wisdom so huge. And actually it's the first pillar of wealth that I work in the starting over wealth network. But for me, as knowing you can stand on your own two feet financially by having other streams of income. But second is the time blocking and time management. You and I were talking before we got on about literally having that space and time to be still. So for the self-care that most of us mamas do not get because we're always go, 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 especially as single mothers. We pour out everything for work, for children, and we don't do a lot of self-care. So for me, the climb is self-care. Since I have gone through full adrenal fatigue, by starting the side businesses, I would stay up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, just work, 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 but I wasn't taking care of me as mm-hmm. because you were only woman. looking you were looking at the wealth part of it yes. and not yes. all of the other the financial wealth not the exactly. mental wealth or the physical wealth exactly and you have to look at the big picture and a part of that climb and a part of the getting stronger is literally being able to let yourself rest time blocking for me is something i still work on to this day of literally blocking out time for this is for my corporate job. This is for my side businesses. This is for my mental health. This is for my spiritual health and really making sure I had that one time every week that I literally sit back in time block and make sure I pour in to my children so that my children just don't see the busy me. So that's something I've really had to work on the last two years. Mm -hmm. So this journey, I want other women to know that this journey is not just Hey, I did all these things the first year. It is a something you really have to constantly look at. I always say everybody changes every six months. Everybody changes and grows or declines every six months. And really being able to like, okay, every six months, look back at myself and go, eh, okay, yeah, my kids just see me be busy all the time. Because mm-hmm. busy, busy is the new cool. Like the busy yes. you, it seems yes. that... When, when moms are having conversations with other moms, the busier you are, the more impressive you are. Oh, yes. That's a trap. Yes. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And you go, when you, when you shared about calendar blocking, a hundred percent, yes, calendar mm-hmm. blocking. And I have found that in each one of those categories, like for your exercise, for your mental health, for mm-hmm. whatever it is you're doing, your job, your multiple jobs. I've color coded those calendars. Yes. So I can look at my week at a whole and realize, oh, like for exercise, I have it blocked red. Like that's, yeah. that's the color that I have that calendar. And I'll look and see, 
oh, there's four days in a row where you have not blocked time for that color. Okay. Let's go back and shift and figure out how you can find that time so that you're not at the end of the day saying, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. My day ran me and I didn't have time for myself. You have to get ahead of it. You get ahead of it and how you get ahead of it is calendar blocking. I love it. Yes. And color code. Oh, I love the color because I want to make it fun. I want to make it fun. So like in my office, I've got color pencils. That's my thing. I love to shade color pencils because I'm not artistic. I'm a numbers girl. So I love it. I color pencils. There's markers. It's making it fun and -hmm. making it. And again, like there is electronic, you know, and there's also paper and everybody is finding your, what's exciting to you. What's fun. And what works. yes, what works. So that's, yeah, for me, that's two, those are two things for me that really helped me climb out of that valley, you know, and just being able to see that I can stand on my own two feet again after starting over, you know, after tragic things, things like that. The next question I would really love to go over is like in today, today, you know, how each one of us have really grown in our wealth. And I love, I love that you and I both, you and I both, it's been a constant, again, as a growing period. And for the last year and a half after COVID, you know, everything started snowballing. You and I invested in a mastermind and literally where women came together, we networked together and encouraging each other during this time where most people all of a sudden just sat at home and like, what do I do? And a lot of single mothers struggle. Wait a second. I just, my business shut down. Oh, how am I going to pay for my bills, pay for my rent? And a lot of women were in that place where, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? And I'm grateful for the community and the network that you and I were able to join to know that we weren't alone. How, what can we do? And during this time, how can we, um, and I know some people hate the word pivot, but to be able to empower and ignite ourselves of what can we do now? What can we change our way now? And I love that you know, now in building wealth, I have been able to see during this time of when a lot of us have been still and see the world change of how can I once again use my abilities, use the journey that I've been through, use the gifts that I've been blessed with to empower other people. And I love that again, like I literally started a side business back in 2015 where I would go into other companies and help them with their books. Since I've been doing bookkeeping since 1996. I know that ages (laughs) me. But when I got laid off, I was like, wait a second, there's all these other businesses that need a corporate controller, but didn't need somebody full time. So I was able to start this whole accounting business. So I would go in and help. But during this last year, God was like, wait a second, I've, I've got something else for you. And in those other companies I was helping, they actually helped them hire somebody in their business because they had grown so much because God also needed me over here to be able to start these other businesses. So today I, I started the Starting Over Wealth Network to empower other women that they can do these things too. They can stay on their own two feet also and being able to not only have a community online and through listening through podcasts, but membership. I am excited to be able to start a membership where women can literally come in and 
talk in private and feel not alone and literally go through a six-step course of being able to wait a second. Hey, you know, you need somebody. You're like, you know what? I know you're just starting after a divorce here. I've got this six-step course that really helped me know that I can sit on my own two feet again and then just have communities like we invested in, just having another community of women we can talk to each other. And so today, I, I love that God has literally been able to, through relationships and being able to talk to other women, I have felt not alone. I have felt not that shame and that overwhelmed by being able to use my voice. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second. Hey. I've gone through those feelings too. And that's how we connected. That's how we connected being able to one of us using our voice and be like, Oh wait, you're going through the same journey I have. And how can we both today build our wealth going forward through networking together? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Community is everything. Community yes. is everything. We were meant for community, not yes. to live, not to live alone. And Having the net, the um, mastermind that you and I are part of, like finding your community, I think is a key thing that you just shared. Finding the community of people that can help, I know that that has helped me in a huge oh, way. Yeah. And in recognizing, in recognizing that I was settling for less, and knowing that you can lean into your purpose rather than the protocol of the W2. Like that's what you've done. You've leaned into your purpose. You know that you have a purpose and you know that you have gifts and talents to share with single moms that are starting over, whether it be from death or from divorce or from whatever the tragedy might be. But starting over and having that, I, um, I coach women to balance their hormones and ignite their metabolisms knowing that stress is so intricately involved in how your hormones work and how your metabolism works. And if your stress is through the roof, you cannot possibly live a happy, fulfilled, thriving life. And so for me in pivoting toward, you know what, this is my passion. My passion is in helping other women. My passion is in creating a community of women that want to thrive and want to invest in the time to make their lives that much better. Um, Realizing that living at meh or I'm fine, like life is, (laughs) life is so much more than that. I, after my husband passed away, I spent way too many years being fine. Mm -hmm. How are you, Dana? I'm fine. I'm fine. It was like a barrier that I put up to say, don't come any closer. I'm over here. You're over there. I'm fine. But Mm -hmm. on the inside, I was really miserable. I was trying to just raise these kids on my own and do all the things. My stress was through the roof, anxiety, all of the other things. I knew that there was a better way. And I know that I'm not the only one that felt that way. You and I have talked a lot about this. Yeah. And I have pivoted for the word that, you know, we don't love, uh, just into serving these women to say, you can support your gut, you, your gut microbiome, which supports your brain, which supports your lifestyle. And it makes your home vibe, 
your life vibe that much better. Because if you ask me now, how, how am I doing? I'm doing amazing. Yes. There's I'm, no I'm more that fine. fine. I'm not <laughs> doing word. fine. Fine, fine is five years ago. Yes. I broke up with fine. And <laughs> I love that. my whole purpose right now in life is to help you break up with fine and realize that you were meant to thrive. Yes. And it's life doesn't have to be that difficult. And you don't, as women and as moms, we go back to the busyness and talking about, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I've got to take Johnny here and then I'm taking so-and-so there and then I'm doing whatever. There's not happiness Mm-mm. in that busyness. And no, so no. figuring out the calendar, figuring out your body, like that your body is an amazing piece of machinery that's yes. meant to work for you. And once you can get it to work for you, you can feel amazing. Yes. And that's so important because being able to take care of yourself and be that happy woman again, who's not just fine. I love that you said broke up with fine because yeah. that was huge. That was my word. That was my yeah. word was fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Knowing deep down I wasn't. And until... Right. Yes, I was able to learn to sit on my own two feet financially mm-hmm. and also heal my gut, which helped my anxiety and my depression and literally be able to be like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is such a, an empowering breakthrough yeah. to know that when you first, things first happened in your life and you just felt hopeless to now be able to say, I am amazing because you've poured back into yourself and you've built that strength to get out. It is. And I I just want other women to know like, you can do this too. Where I want to end with in one word of encouragement that in each of our journeys, they always had that one word of encouragement and advice that they would give other women in starting over in their journey. And for me, that one piece of advice is to use your voice. I felt I spent so many years in silence, mm-hmm. isolating the first six months after my divorce. I isolated myself completely. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I felt alone. I felt like, wait a second, you know, our friends, those are his friends. And so I'm just going to stand over here and just, I isolated myself. And it took me years to start using my voice and then realize, wait a second, I feel empowered by using my voice and it's helping me be more in tune with my feelings and not just feel fine. And then it also helps me realize that I'm not alone. Because just like when we met by literally all of a sudden, just a couple of words like, oh, you too, you felt that way. Even though our journey started out differently or started differently, we were able to, by using our voices and speaking up past the I'm fines, we were able to find the relationship, the networking, the community that I feel that so many other women need and crave. So for me, that one word is definitely uh, voice, just using your voice. Another oh, word. I love it. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things because we know our voices are so silent. Yeah. Then once we start to use it, it's just a breakthrough. It's scary though. It's yes. scary though, using your voice. It's much easier to seclude and do the isolation. For oh, it's so much easier. It's so much it, easier. And then and you do, and then you get down that hole and then the depression yeah. sneaks in and it makes it harder. So yeah, just using your voice, just using your voice makes it so much easier. 
fun question. I like to get into the fun. So my fun question that I will be asking every one of my guests is what is your favorite form of self-care? How do you spoil yourself? You know, this for me was hard because I realized, you know, I don't really spoil myself very much. It's always about the kids and business. And you spend so much time thinking about other people, you forget about that self-care and that self-love for yourself. So for me, that favorite form of self-care actually is just sitting on my back patio in peace. (laughs) Sitting on back patio in peace, I have my favorite cup of tea, the sun is setting, and I just get to sit outside with no sounds. It just, that actually is my favorite form. I know a lot of people, you know, it could be manicures. It could be going for a run. It could be escaping to Cabo. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, hey, that's next on the list. But for me, really, that's just that favorite form of self-care. And I think that's really important for each of us to really get into is because, I mean, I started like, wow, really, what is mine? A lot of us, we forget about pouring back into ourselves. And I think we've talked along um, this episode of literally being able to wait a second, think about ourselves and think about every part of our wealth of mentally, spiritually, physically, and financially. So I think that going really through that favorite form of self-care. So yes, for me, it is sitting on that back patio, watching the sunset, favorite cup of tea and nobody around me, like just sitting by myself. <laughs> yeah, It makes it so much easier. And my last question I would love to ask these guests is if you invested in a vacation home, because again, this is a starting over wealth network. I feel that every woman can have an investment portfolio. They can be leaving a legacy for if their children or for their significant others for like, you know, down the road or for a foundation, we always have things we want to pour back into. And I feel like each one of us can do it. So if I was available to invest in a vacation home, where would it be? That was a struggle. But I go back to actually the mountains. The mountains for me. So if I could have a log cabin in the mountains of Montana where I could sit on a patio every day in peace and watch the sunset, that that is my thing. That is my thing. So I don't know if you ever thought about that, but just think about it because we'll be talking about it for you on the next episode. But just that place that we can have investment, it helps us think of the future of where we want to go, where we want to build our legacy, you know, leaving money for a foundation, for our churches, for things we want to grow, but just being able to know that you are thinking about your future and wealth because we as women can on our own two feet have investment properties, have an investment portfolio have things that yes, you can, you Mm -hmm. may in your, you know, like, again, like we both started out, you may in that initial think like, wow, what am I going to do? I just want to put food on the table. I'm not going to think about a vacation home down the road. But when you really put that on in front of you, like I I can do this too. Yeah. I can. It's a mindset. You, you can do it too. Why, why not you? Why not a log cabin in the mountains? Yes. Yes. Why not that you literally with through wisdom and through community and through that confidence in yourself again, we as women 
can't do anything. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Dana, so much. I cannot wait to continue this conversation on the next episode. We'll be diving into these same questions with you. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. You are so welcome. This has been awesome. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, we'll continue the next episode and we'll talk to you soon. Starting over on your own does seem impossible. Does it seem overwhelming to handle the finances all by yourself? Are you full of fear? Am I going to do it right? Am I going to have enough? I'm here to let you know you can do it. You can stand on your own two feet. How do I know? Because I've done it twice myself through following a simple method I call steps to stand. It is steps that you should take to help you stand financially on your own two feet. Want to know how? Go to my website, sewn.club, that's S-O-W-N dot C-L-U-B, and download my free guide and video on helping you find your steps to stand today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Starting Over Wealth. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really gained value today, please be sure to give us a five-star review so we can be put in front of more listeners and so other women in their starting over journey feel like they're not alone. For details and show notes about today's show and how you can connect with and support our guests, please go to www.sown.club. That is S-O-W-N dot C-L-U-B. Also, please email me at hello at trishadaniel.com. Follow me on social media. Links can be found in the show notes. Become unashamed and unafraid with Starting Overwhelmed.